So I guess we just start this thing, huh? I guess so. <laughs> hello. Hello. <laughs> and hello. This is Home Life Before Extraordinary Impact Podcast. I'm Matt Barrios. And I'm Lindsay Barrios. And on the show, uh, we help you design a home life for growth, connection, and making your greatest impact in the world. Which is kind of amazing. It's kind of amazing. It's This is a great show. (laughs) You should watch it. (laughs) You should watch it. You should listen to it. You should subscribe. I mean, all All of it. All the things. We'll tell you about all that. But why? Like, what what is home life, babe? I mean, who even talks about home life? Okay, okay, yeah. I mean, like, home life, it's... Is it uh, a word? It's two words smushed into one. (laughs) All right. That's home life. Um, So, home life... You know, home life is everything that happens like within the walls of your apartment, your home, your, you know, your your property. If you've got like a front yard or backyard, like we we don't have some a front of those yard people. Or backyard. <laughs> we live in a small apartment in San Francisco, so we don't have that sort of thing. But, um, but it it encompasses everything from, uh, you know, architecture, interior design, like that stuff's kind of visual, but also yeah. your relationship to your possessions, your Uh, your relationship with people and the people in your home yeah yeah so where does this like i think as we were on this journey of discovering like why why home life like why are we delving into this why does this matter for for everyone else to like think about how we design that how we think intentionally about it kind of where did that where did that start for you story time okay so I uh, I love your stories. Thank you. You know. You know. I did uh, fall in love our, with you. Our nephews <laughs> <laughs> love our story. That's story true. He did. Up. He did. He has one number one storyteller yeah, in the family, which is a big deal. So, um, <laughs> yeah. So what? I, I'm I'm getting back into that like moment back in probably whatever that was around 2010 or something, finishing up college. Yeah. I had. Um, yeah, just gotten out of a relationship and a lot of just like my hopes for the future were really wrapped up in all yeah. that. And, um, and I remember going home and I was really heartbroken and just kind of like having a rough time. Like, it's so hard. Yeah, it was, it was a t- tough time in my life. And I remember going home, uh, visiting my parents. And at one point they're like, we're all sitting on the couch together. My mom on one side, my dad on the other. And I'm just telling them like, how much my life had fallen apart, basically. And it's like, man, this feels really vulnerable to actually say in front of my camera in some ways. But um but yeah, and and they just like they were just there for me. And they it. like they supported me and you know held on to me and you know loved me. And Aaron Henry. We and, love yeah, you. Yeah, Henry Barrios, <laughs> some saints, you know. So um yeah, and and that just like imprinted this experience yeah. for me of, wow, home can be this place. Like a couch can be a place of like really amazing connection, mm, deep love and comfort and presence. Yeah, exactly. And you know, and then fast forward, I go through all of my twenties like uh, as a bachelor, and I'm yeah, you know, I'm just like trying to figure out like what do I do with my life and blah 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 blah, and I'm living in a random in-law unit in oakland downstairs very cold <laughs> it was very cold that's it was very yeah, cold it was so cold all the time and um and i remember having this uh this like moment of awareness of like 
okay, I know I'm I know I'm a bachelor, but I'm also ready to settle down, and I don't want to like you know uh, perpetually be in bachelor mode, right? <laughs> yes, you know those people. <laughs> I do know those people, and um, it's a way of life. Yeah, and it's just like the kind of thing where I'm like, I I felt like an intentional choice. Yeah, happened in me of like I'm going to choose to like literally buy a decent couch <laughs> that I can take into the next space, the next like phase of life with a partner, with a family, whatever, whatever, right? <laughs> and and yeah. I'm going to get like good dishes and good silverware that all match, you know, <laughs> instead of like random Goodwill stuff or whatever, right? And And it's funny, but like it took a while for me to get there to yeah. the point of thinking, oh, actually, I need to like create a space for the life that I want to have. Mm. Yeah. It's like creating a clearing so that like there's a landing pad for, you know, <laughs> you to arrive in. <laughs> Me. Yeah. <laughs> Who did not have any real dishes. <laughs> <laughs> I got you Or a good couch. So it was a good thing. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Yeah. And I mean, like around that time, that's when you and I started. Um, well, I mean, we were friends for a long time before, but like that's when you and I started seeing each other. Yeah. And I mean, what do you remember in that time? Yeah, I mean, I actually remember you telling me about this and feeling like, ooh, that's kind of a lot. But also, <laughs> yeah, but also like the mentality of it, I think, was like a, a helpful shift for you from my from my perspective of being kind of like, okay, how do I basically not control what's coming next, but so into the life that you wanted to have yeah. and make space Plant for seeds. it. Because I want to see yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. And I think for me, like, I, I had a different approach. You know, I definitely had, like, all of my furniture was given to me by the, like, last tenant in the apartment kind of thing. And we're off the streets of Boston or New York. Yeah. <laughs> but I think it was really – it was noticeable in coming to your home even to visit the first few times that the, it didn't feel like a disaster or, like, a place that people couldn't really live, like – a real adult life in which some bachelor pads do feel like so there was like some things on the walls and like just the space felt like oh yeah this is the place i mean i do think it helped me kind of imagine a concept of like home together just being with you in that space yeah yeah crazy and i remember us like taking a walk and we went to the rose garden walked over to the rose garden in oakland and we had this conversation that place so beautiful beautiful. so many great memories like and i do think like there's something about places in walking distance to your home that also can take on a feeling of home too. Absolutely. But um, yeah, at any rate, you and I like had this long conversation early on in dating. um, And Matt, Matt is a uh, big like future thinker and dreamer. You are just completely like so good at thinking ahead and like orienting towards the things you want ahead. I think it took me a little aback because <laughs> totally. I'm like, I'm in the moment. Like, yeah. we're just dating. We're exploring this. This is good. But I was like, oh, we're going to talk about our future hopes and dreams of what this could be if it worked out now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it ended up being such a sweet thing. Like, yeah. even though I think it, initially I was like, whoa, okay, uh, <laughs> let me think about this. I think that conversation of we, – we got into this conversation in the Rose Garden – on this beautiful place, and I think you asked something like, you know, what, you know, if this was, if this worked out, if this is like the best it could be, like, what are the unique things that we would like be able to create together, mm-hmm. you and me? Yeah. And um, and let's just talk and dream about that a little bit. And 
Yeah. And so we had this conversation that was just like really honest and vulnerable about like, what do we want to see long term and who are we and what would that bring into like relationship and into like not just how we are together, but how we are in the world. Yes. Yes, totally. And I think like the uh, most incredible part about that conversation for me was almost like getting down to core, core things for you, for me. Yeah. And then, like, if there's just one thing we're about, right? Like, if we just had to choose one thing that we stood for, each of us, um, what would that be? And remember, clearly, you said deep connection with people. Like, you're highly, highly relational. It's (laughs) why you're such a great partner. And the thing that I actually said was home. Yeah. Right? Which I was even surprised by that answer, but it felt, like, so deeply true. Mm -hmm. And, And so now it's kind of like... Okay, now we're at this moment, you know, yeah. mid thirties. Yeah, mid thirties, and also like, um, like, you know, just had a baby, and like, you know, like we got a one year old. Like we've got our apartment here in San Francisco, and like, I don't know. Like our our life has changed so much since then. Yeah, and those one things remain the same. Yeah. Like, yeah, it was kind of crazy to actually have that conversation more recently yeah. and kind of come back, remember, like, oh, yeah, how many years ago, the thing we said that was, like, really core to who we were and what we, like, want to see and experience in the world are these things, like, deep connection and home mm-hmm. and how those things, like, remain yeah. remain at the center. Even, you know, if some of our ideas have changed and we've changed, like, these things have are, are like, solid and they're things that we really are about. Yeah. Is like standing for that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I'm, and I mean that that is what we stand for, all right? Like, yeah, and like a home. I think a home because it's this kind of together thing that we're creating. It's this home of like of deep connection, like where home is a place of deep connection for whomever, um, and also a place of where that moves towards and pours into other people. That has this like yeah. positive social impact that has a reach beyond the home. Yes. Um, yeah, which I think is something that we we hold together as a, yeah. as a real value. We know how important it is, you know, to, and I mean, one of the things that, like, I would say we both personally are, like, at war with mm. uh, are, is, like, the loneliness epidemic. Mm. And just, like, like, I will not let loneliness be the way that, you know, our home functions, but I also won't let it be the way that like our friends' lives are marked. Or mm-hmm. I mean for you listening mm-hmm. to this, like you watching this, like I'm at war with like your loneliness. <laughs> like I it's I consider it my personal vendetta against <laughs> loneliness in the world. Mm-hmm. And but instead of like isolation and mm-hmm. all this stuff, like there's an opportunity to be really deeply emotionally, practically, in a fun way, mm-hmm. in humor, like all these ways, like in a true, lively, full way connected to people. Yeah. And I think so much of that happens like in people's homes. Yeah. I think there's such a specific like opportunity that doesn't – that is really different than even meeting up out and about. You know, I think yeah. it's great. I'm, I'm a person who likes to be out and about. But there's something about being in someone's space with them that is yes. just more intimate. And there's like a really beautiful opportunity there. And I think to your point, like we – you don't just get this perfect, wonderful home life. I mean, not perfect. Yes. We're not going for perfect. But yeah. um, but this wonderful, like deep, rich home life um, 
automatically. And I think right. as Matt's pointing out, like there are some real things that you have to like, that we're fighting for, that we're like contending for um, in our own lives, but like culturally and this broader sense of like, how do we have home be a place of like, of all of these things, of, of rest, of deep connection, of moving towards other people and hospitality mm-hmm. um, and all of these other things. And so another thing I think that in addition to the loneliness that we really have to kind of fight against is a spirit of kind of like, it's an approach to being home. It's like, okay, this is my time to be off, but also I don't really want to face all my unmet needs and like emotional desires. So I'm just going to distract. I'm going to get home. I'm going to like scroll through Instagram forever and watch whatever shows yeah. and kind of just There's like There's a zone new season out. of Drive to Survive on right now. <laughs> and that is Great. all we are doing every evening. We're, right. This is it's us, easy. Right? So yeah, it totally, it happens. Like we all are kind of in that. And I think sometimes that can really replace things that are much more like satisfying. Um, and sometimes it can be really in, like subconsciously even intentional as a way to avoid what else is going on with us, you know, mm-hmm. or the thing that we don't have in our homes yeah. and in our lives. Right, right, right. Totally. And I, that has a myriad of ways that it shows up, right? Technology, entertainment, alcohol, whatever yeah. it might be. Um, even like, you know, al- uh, like workaholism and yeah. over-exercising, under-exercising. I mean, just <laughs> like we are clever creatures. Very good at avoiding ourselves. Like, the ways that we we are like yeah. so savvy at you know figuring out how to like i don't know just like numb away the troubles of life and i think you know again you you already sort of mentioned this but like um this project is about like real home life yeah right like as much as like we hope it's we hope it is like this little taste of like a dream life that gets (laughs) that happens every once in a while that's not like the way it actually works out like yeah um but but like having these moments of that so that it gives a little bit of inspiration and so on mm-hmm. to to face the hard times and all of that. So um, and and so it's kind of on that note, right, like that, you know, as we're talking about, like the things we're at war with, like first being the loneliness epidemic, second being this sort of distraction numbing thing, yeah. avoidance thing. The third is uh, actually sort of a culture of self-improvement of like mm-hmm. yeah. everything is up and to the right. <laughs> all I do is win, 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 no matter what. Yes. Right. Yeah. And you learn very quickly with a with a baby <laughs> that everything is not always <laughs> yeah. up and to the right. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so and and that's okay. And I think that's the thing that we want to make room for in this is like even as this is a space of being intentional and purposeful about how we do home and how we are at home, it's not a place of like yeah we actually have to actively fight the urge to just be like all right we're gonna get our home life on a on a improvement schedule yes, and yes, this yes. is how we are going to get to a hundred <laughs> and exactly. we will maintain a hundred yeah. on some weird scale that we've come up with for ourselves. Yeah. And home can be a place of like extraordinary growth at the yes. same time. And that's yes. the thing. Like I actually think like home, the the growth tactics of home, like personal growth tactics of home, it flips everything upside down. Interesting. Yeah. It's like you've got to rest really well and you've got to like slow down and savor your meals and you've got to like, yeah, have like some downtime to connect with your friends. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, which is so different from like professional development or something like that or, you know, getting so fit or blah, blah, blah. You know, every number <laughs> of things that like yeah. are just like hustle, hustle, drive, drive, go. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Part of like part of the growth and the opportunity for us 
to experience the fullness, I think at home is specifically through like cultivating this kind of rest yeah. and space, like, but in an intentional way, which is the interesting piece. I think sometimes we think of an, of like doing things on purpose or intentionally um, in kind of a striving hustle, like, God, I, I have now added 10 things to my to-do list that yeah, I need to get yeah. done. <laughs> and right. if I don't do it, I feel bad about yeah. it, you know? And so I think that's something we're trying to like fight against is how do we make this space really intentionally beautiful and like create space for the things that we really want yes. without it turning into just like beat myself up or self, you know, whatever, like self-improvement yeah. um, process that's like actually just adding more stress to our lives. Exactly, exactly. And yeah, and to that point, I think, uh, one of the ways that that strangely manifests in mm -hmm. our world, this like improvement of self is also to make it look to the world like you're mm -hmm. always improving yourself and you look so beautiful on Instagram. I, broke. <laughs> I don't know about you. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. Good. Very curious. <laughs> Naturally curious, very gifted in so many things. Uh, a hobbyist of all sorts, right? Like that's the sort of stuff mm -hmm. that, um, you know, like, the Instagramification of life and the Disneyification of life, like yeah. it leads to, I think, so many people um, just feeling like there's no authentic connection mm. happening. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and people don't even. I think even to the point around like going into people's homes, like people don't see each other at home often, mm -hmm. except for like through Be Real or uh, <laughs> or whatever. You know, it's like oh, like that's not a space that we're in together in this like open way. And so you can really like frame it in a particular way mm -hmm. if you want mm -hmm. or ignore it. Um, and I think also the other part about home. I mean, the other way that you see into people's homes now is through Zoom, right? Work from yeah, home. Yeah. Like it's been this huge shift of like now our work and our careers like happen in our homes. And I think that's been an interesting thing I've talked to a lot of people about is like how to create any kind of differentiation in their lives from their work in their home. Um, because it's like, it could kind of just like work and just sort of take over. And yeah. you're like, literally my work at home desk space has now become yeah. my entire apartment. And yes. that's it, you know? And is there an end of work and a space that is home too? Yeah. And uh, gosh, in, in a remote work, work from home world that, you know, so many people live in now, I think thinking having an actual category for home life that's different that's different yeah from work yes and it has like a an actual definition to it rather than like it's not work yes yeah right? totally yeah i think it is actually really important and i mean part of part of this project is yeah. like if we're really going to define home life and say what it looks like in, if it's really yeah. going well like and how to make that happen right yeah. like then uh, you know, that's really helpful in a, or in a work from home world, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, and to that, I think so many people that I know, at least, like we have very clear answers to the question of like, oh, what is the like work life that you want, you know? Yeah. And you can think about it in all sorts of different ways. You're like, oh, about the space that you're working in, how often you're working there. You can think about it relationally with your boss, with your coworkers. You think about it goal, you know, like you think yeah. about it in this wide spectrum. And many people, like, have those answers on hand, you know? Like, they're ready. Yeah. But when you say, like, oh, how is your home life? It's kind of like, sure. uh, do you mean my relationship? Do you mean, like, my, like, landlord? Like, I don't know. I think it's much less yeah. of a clear, like, concept. Like, we haven't spent the time, like, investing into, like, oh, what would it look like to really have the home life we want um, where yes. we've, like, been trained to do that about our work life? 
you know, yes, since like yes. being young children being like, oh, what do you want to be when you grow up? Yeah. You know, like you're thinking about it. Imagine like, what do that. I want? Yeah. What kind of home do you want to be when, have when you grow up? Right. Like what? Do yeah. we, maybe that's the question we're going to, you know, raise our child with, you know, how, how wild. Yeah. Um, and in a way that like so extends beyond like, oh, I want my house with a picket fence. You know, like those kinds of things. Yes. It's not I. it's not that either. Or like, oh, here's here's this particular version of like a physical home yes. that is the goal, right? Yes. Um, and and I think to that, like, I guess I yeah. just wanted to say too, like, we are also thinking about like, how does this reach people who are who are coming from different places yes. and have different homes? And you know, reach is actually important to me. You know, like, <laughs> uh, true. yeah, like you, you know, that's like, I mean, part of part of what we have in common is like we both are impact oriented people who like care yeah. about social impact and communal good and all that right and and really like the mission of this is that 100 million people are going to through this through this work that we're doing here like design a home that they can really consistently grow in deeply connect in <laughs> and they're like fueled up to just like power like powerfully impact the world around them too so um you know, a hundred million. <laughs> yes, say so. So, babe, how did you get to the uh, hundred million? You know, it's a big number, and I like big numbers. <laughs> but, true, but, but true. Also, uh, no, no. I mean, I, like, I just, you were you were considering seven billion, and then you decided, like, mm, I pulled it back. maybe, maybe, maybe I should just yeah, exactly back up a little bit, but still have a round number that exactly. feels really big. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that, right? Yeah. Um, yes. So okay. It, it was so. Well, I mean, I just thought like really practically about like really the way practically yeah, 100 million is a practical number <laughs> all right i thought really practically about uh just the way that especially people's homes it has rip- ripple effects gener- generationally as well i'm getting choked up weirdly thinking about this but like mm. you know like that experience with my parents when they did that with me that is now the way that like when you and i have some people over to our house yeah that's what we do with them yeah right and it's because that's what my parents did with me yeah. Right. And they took care of me in a time where I was in need and we've had people. Yeah, and it's set an example, dinner. a model that we've yeah, been able to do and yeah. it's had impact. Yeah. It's and true. now it's been, you know, dozens of people in our who are like our house guests come over for dinner and then we You know who you are. We care for them and <laughs> you know, we give them tissues on our couch for a while, right? Like and yeah. and that's like so part of what I'm imagining with hundred million people is like I actually only need like ten million people <laughs> to get to hundred <laughs> So, yeah. Tell me more. Well, I mean, you know, if 10 million people are invested in 10 other people through their home, there that's, you go. That's it. And if one, yeah, and if that, I mean, it just multiplies, right? Look, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll provide, I'll, will the you key provide thing a I'm spreadsheet? Saying is math matters. <laughs> and this is a math podcast. Yes. And yeah. 100 million is a, a math, <laughs> math based number here. Exactly, so, exactly. perfect. Um, so, and I think that actually, though, to your point, is like, this is, it's like, yes, it's for, like, people and the people that come around them and, you know, mm-hmm. the, the flow, the ripple. Yeah, yeah, the ripple effects, yeah. <laughs> the ripple out um, around that. But it's also for, like, it's for a lot of different kinds of people. Yes. And I think that's something that we've talked about a lot um, kind of in talking about what are we trying to do with this, um, with this project, with home life yeah. design. Like, it's not for – I think – in my experience, there's a lot of like home conversation that is very narrow. And so it's it really only for like, oh, when we're talking about homes, we really mean 
that big house in the suburbs with your like and the paint colors you're gonna choose from whatever. Right. Right. right it's right. like all the home improvement shows or something. Yeah, yeah. Right. This is not an HGTV <laughs> show, right? Like, right. And as much as like I can fall into an HGTV pit, like when I'm visiting, <laughs> I my mean, parents, it's kind of kind of fun, it's right? Fun. It's great, but know? it's it's feels like I mean I think that's like a very specific version of home, yeah. and like yes, you are welcome if that's your home and that's your approach to home, and also like that's not our home, and it's not yeah. a lot of people we know's home. It doesn't look like that. It doesn't feel like that, and also we still have them, you know. Yes. This is still a place we live from, so I think that's one version of it that I see a lot. Yeah. And then now as we become like parents, uh, I think particularly or even even getting married, but particularly with kids, I think there's like a, oh, how, like you think intentionally about your home as a parent only. Right. Like only like how you parent is the intentional part about yeah. about your house and, and the way that you are at home. Yeah. And so it's very targeted for that, for those, for people who are sure. in that particular phase of life. And that's not, that's not what this is for. This is not just yeah. for people who've own a house in the suburbs, not just for people who are married with kids or whatever it might be. Yeah. Like, I'm interested in helping people who have got roommates, who live solo, who are taking care of aging parents, who, you know, love their pets to death and live with a whole bunch of dogs, right? Like, <laughs> whatever it might be, like, I want to help. Some of our neighbors. <laughs> yeah, right, seriously. <laughs> oh, they're so sweet. They're really uh, great. <laughs> and their dogs are our baby's delight. But anyways, the, I digress to say, that's the kind of person that we hope, you know, feels welcome in this yeah. show. Like, obviously, we'll we'll talk from our perspective. But yeah. the even the people that we've already interviewed are not like a couple of kids, like how yeah. we are, right? Exactly. I think that's something important to say. Like, yes, we are speaking from our own perspective as, you know, relatively young uh, marrieds with a baby. Um, maybe, maybe too. <laughs> kind of. You know, <laughs> a little bit for the for city standards. <laughs> sure. Um, but also, like, that's, like, a really intentional piece of this is, like, interviewing and, like, and part of the, like, fun and discovery yes. of it is really, like, what are other people's experiences of home and yes. people who have very different types of home and not just, like, different, I guess, even in the ways that we've mentioned, but also, like, a lot of people who aren't from the U.S., aren't living here, yeah. like, have a very different cultural experience of what home means also. Yes. And that's something we're exploring, too. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, some of the people that I've already interviewed are... I got to talk to a 27-year-old woman from Iran and just like, what is it like for her to be a woman growing up in living in Tehran, right? Like, so interesting, right? Yeah, and we get to learn. Like, a furniture designer. Like, what was it like for him to grow up in Denmark and so on, right? Like, and and, um, and, and so many other people got it. Like, I'm going to talk to a guy from Haiti and, you know, our friend from Nigeria and, you know, just so on and so forth, right? Like, we are interested in in global perspective mm-hmm. on home also because you know it unifies us mm-hmm. to know that like no matter where you are on the planet in the seven billion people you want to have a place to mm-hmm. lay your head at the end of the day that feels safe feels connected yeah. feels pleasant you know more or less right at least like we mm-hmm. we are all hoping for that yeah and I yeah think and i think that's true us. it's like whether or not we have it in a moment, right? Because we have plenty of people, you know, we live here in the center of San Francisco. There's a lot of unhoused, a lot of our neighbors are unhoused and outside. But still, like, people know what home is like um, and, and or long for it. I think if we haven't had it, I think when you experience it, even in someone else's home, it's, there's something really, like, replenishing and, and beautiful about that and, like, and 
necessary for people, like of all yeah. kinds. And so it's really beautiful to hear, but also how different it can look. So it's that mm-hmm. that unifying factor, but also the diversity and the like discovery in the diversity of like, oh, maybe there's something for me in the way that you see home because you have a totally different cultural lens and experience that's actually like, I don't think I would have gotten there yeah. without that, you know? Yeah. And we get to hear those stories and, you know, and, and, you know, we're trying to curate those stories for, you know, you who are listening in order to, uh, like, let it be inspiration for you, right? Like, oh, there's an alternative perspective out there. And, like, maybe that does something new yeah. for me in the way that I could approach my home. Um, and I guess just, like, two two last, like, you know, buckets of people that we're thinking about who would be interested in listening to this. Though everybody should be listen- <laughs> interested in listening you to know. this. But, you know, really Creative, creative people and mm-hmm. impact-oriented people. Folks who are like, yeah. I know my home doesn't ex- exist just for me. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, one of the foundational like principles, beliefs that I bring to this project is that when we're intentional about transforming our home life mm-hmm. and we like invite people into that, yeah. it actually transforms their home lives. Like, yeah. and, and that's the like grassroots layer of what makes for an actual social change, you know? Mm. So, and I can- yeah, It's a very like personal space, which I think is really, really unique too in terms of like place, right? And so even hearing these stories, it's like you get to hear people's like their stories, yeah. you know, which is really beautiful and exciting. Oh, and it's so fun. It's so, so fun. Yeah. I love doing these interviews. Um, you know what? I'm just realizing we never really said who we are. I mean, don't you know? <laughs> yeah. we're, we're just wildly famous and everyone already knows everything yeah. about us, babe. <laughs> I, uh, I did tell them a very vulnerable story about me already, but, you know. Okay, uh, so who are you? <laughs> well, I mean, I'll start with you because I, okay. I love, you know. Aw, thanks. You know, I love you. So, um, I mean, you are highly intentional, highly relational person, lively, intellectual Went to Best Harvard, intro ever. <laughs> went to Harvard Law School. So, you know, like, I lose every argument automatically. No, that's not true. You're, you're very kind. Um, and, you know, you're a person who's, like, invested in, um, you know, through your career, like, uh, in many, many avenues throughout your career, invested in social impact. Like, whether it was working with detained immigrant youth in, like, mm-hmm. outside of San Francisco or, um, you know, helping people immigrate to the United States or, you know, like so many other things like working in the Philippines with, you know, helping, gosh, just like so many things. Like, so <laughs> you're also a person who's lived all around the world too, yes. which is so cool. Yes. Yeah. Not as much as I would like, but yes. No. Maybe one day we'll change that. Sure. But uh, yeah. So, I mean, that's part of what I like about you is I think you've got, Thanks, you're man. naturally prone to like a global perspective on yeah. things. You're analytical and relational at the same time. And big people person. Yeah, big people person. So Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, Lindsay's legit. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I do feel like you're probably the best person uh to be able to intro me that has yeah. ever introed me anywhere. <laughs> because I know you, better you than know me. Else, yeah. Yep. You pretty much got it. So yeah. anyways, so I can't I can't fight too much. Um on that. So for you too, I mean I I'm a big fan. I'm a real big Thank fan you. of Matt. So, so much of a fan that I've been in my life forever with you. <laughs> so. That's a, yeah. And I love it. Fan. So, yeah. it's a pretty big fan. Yeah, I mean, that's like that's <laughs> the highest level of fandom I'd yeah, say. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I guess I think a few things that feel like really important to this project that you bring to the table 
is your experience, like you've had a lot of experience working with people both kind of one-on-one and in large group uh, formats talking about and, and leading people through processes of, of transformation. Yeah. And, um, and that's not like a very common thing. So, I mean, not only like you are trained and accredited as a kind of transformational coach, but you've really put that into practice with, yeah. I mean, probably over a thousand people by now. Yeah. Over a thousand. I was actually like trying to count, like leading up to us talking, like considering the number of like large courses that I've run, like it's over a thousand people by this point that I've got to invest in their transformation. Right. Yeah. And a lot of that, I think, is just a really unique process because it's like not only are we learning about something, I think one of the things that strikes me as really um, important that you bring from that is also like the translatability. Like how do you take important concepts or ideas or even, you know, whatever out there? I think a lot of times we we tend to read the books on self-improvement, but we don't do the things, right? I mean, yeah. there's a real barrier in our lives to actually doing it. Like I can know about Marie Kondo and let me tell you, my closet does not look like hers nope. <laughs> and that's okay but it's also like okay how do you like so that idea of like how to help people both really like knowing their story individually yeah. personally but also in a much broad, bigger context like how to give people tools to um take kind of concepts or ideas or stories and then and distill them into like how do we apply them that's something that i think a skill that you have that's just mm-hmm. really Thank you. Beautiful. And like that has been honed through a lot of experience that you bring to this. And so I'm yeah. excited for you for that because <laughs> I think that's a real like value add to this that you bring. Thank I think, you. You know, and then also you've done a lot of like research and writing and this is kind of research based. This is, yeah, this is completely original research that we're doing right now. Tell us like, like what does that even mean? Okay. I mean, well, so uh, I think the big picture, the difference between yeah. original research and kind of like reviewed research is basically original research goes to primary sources so in this format it's actually interviewing people yeah in a way that is you know methodical in order to get out really clear insights that can uh you know help direct a decision or inform a process or something like that right the other style of research is like oh somebody else wrote a book on this and i'm quoting their something right like right. But for an example of original research, um, Brene Brown's work is all original research. Original, a lot of interviewing. Qualitative interview research yeah. that spliced every which direction in order to get to these insights about, you know, leadership and vulnerability, right? Right. Now, imagine that sort of idea applied to designing home life, yeah. right? Um, so I, we're interviewing folks. So this is not just our thoughts. No, 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 no. <laughs> I mean, we'll we'll offer our thoughts yeah. because, like, we are committed to going through this process Absolutely. as people with personalities and lives, right? Like, um, versus like pretending to be we have you know, blank slate, completely unbiased, right? Like, yeah. Um, but like you know, to that point, like the research is intentional, while also like we're participants who have a perspective and yeah. have things to say. So sometimes I'm gonna. If somebody's, I'm interviewing them and they tell a story that reminds me of a story, I'm going to tell a story, right? Like, and, yeah. and I think in the end, that ends up being a more personal connection and kind of in, in some of the, uh, like, research parlance of that, like, uh, ethnographic field research is about a person huh. being a participant observer. 
So yeah. you go into a subculture, you have that interaction with somebody or something, and you are observing what's going on, but you're also fully participating yeah. as yourself, right? And, yeah. and so that's, uh, I'd say that's an angle on the research. Yeah. This like qualitative research um, that's original. Uh, third is journalism since like we are actually publishing all of what we're finding too. So this has... And write it. Yeah, it's going to be written. It's going to be like the videos are going to be published online on, on podcasts and YouTube and everything, right? And um, lastly, uh, the kind of like fourth research angle, I went through a UX research boot camp. So like learning the skills of design research, human-centered design. Um, it's like this thing that's been a fascination for years, but I would just like jumped in and did the boot camp and, um, and all of that. And so I'm applying a lot of that tool set. Yeah, which is so interesting to apply to this kind of a, a question, I think. Yeah, yeah, right. Because it is very user-centered, let's be yes, honest. We yeah. are all the users, but and in a different way. Exactly. And design-centered research is uh, human-centered research is all about how do you create a thing so that it helps humans really be human, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And, and it's a wild thought, but I don't know if anybody's intentionally asked the question, how do we design home? To help home really be a human be place, for humans. Yeah. you know, so yeah. that humans can be the best humans, you know, they, they can most expressive, most at home, like all of it. Right. And um, yeah, so the that's me nerding out about research for a yeah. little while, you know. So in other words, Matt also uh, has done a, a number of different kinds of research and has uh, his uh, background in writing as well. You taught writing at a college for a little yeah, bit. Yeah. You've done like some a lot of writing throughout your career. And so he's going to be putting those things to use, I think, in this. And then lastly, I think one other thing I'll just add about who you are and what huh. you bring to this project is just that you've – your own experience of home has looked like a lot of different things. And yep. I think that's something you bring into this is, you know, you've lived in different cities. You've worked from home, yeah. which many of you have as well. But you've also, you know, uh, transitioned into staying at home as a parent. Mm -hmm. And so home and, like, how that has looked, whether it was, like, single in this city or – um, married in this way or working yeah. from home and this thing has like has looked really different you know yes. the um you know mother-in-law like air unit the freezing one yeah, uh, in yeah. oakland was one version but then there's this other right. version and so i think you also bring kind of uh, the diversity of of your own personal experiences of home and how it has looked so i'm excited to Great. kind of see you know how that all plays together with all the things that we get to hear from so many other people yeah thank you yeah i'm, I'm excited about that and uh, you know, and collecting those stories um, from other folks, too. I think all together, you know, by collecting these interviews, by digesting it for ourselves as well, yeah. um, I, you know, I fully anticipate that, like, this is going to be genuinely, like, groundbreaking research on this really strange intersection between home, personal growth, and design. Yeah. Like, and, you know, plus, like, social mean? impact, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. Like, and totally. I, I just don't know if people have like really researched that intersection between those things like with much clarity and and that's you know you're so we're along for that's the, what we're out process, to do right? that's what we're out to do so um you know now let's get nuts and bolts about this for one sec so all right as we're, we're finishing up so um you're listening to this or watching this on you know some sort of podcast platform on YouTube or, or something like that. Um, if you're watching on Spotify, uh, prime time, because you can both watch it or you can listen to it. I didn't and even know this until recently. It's pretty cool. You know, so, uh, you know, that if I'm going to recommend a platform, that's what I'd recommend. Um, so 
that's what you'll you'll do uh, is like listen to to this, watch these interviews. Most of the interviews are going to be between me and a person who's uh, you know all around the world, everyday people, experts, all of that. And um, but then me and Lindsay are going to come back together, and that's where we're really going to digest our like my findings, right? Like mm-hmm. and think, okay, so this Danish woodworker who's a furniture designer, he says this about like the Danish philosophy of home. Yeah. Like, what does that mean for us? Mm-hmm. Do we want it to mean something? Or are you going to take this or leave it? Or, you know, what what could that be, right? Right. Um, so lot, sometimes me and Lindsay are going to come back and, you know. Have some talk, conversations. Yeah. Talk about it. Yeah. And it's going to be fun. Um, so a lot of the conversations between me and Lindsay are going to be, not all, but a lot of them are going to be like premium subscriber only content. So if, if you want me, <laughs> if you, you got to pay for it. <laughs> if you want that this sounds level, really bad. Yeah, that does not sound very good at all. All right, let's move past that. So um, <laughs> like this lovely face, this yeah. lovely voice, if you want to hear it, see it, then you will be um, needing to subscribe, become a paid subscriber. There's a link at the top of like the show notes uh, or at the bottom, you know, wherever I put them. There's a link <laughs> Find the, show the link. Find a link in the show notes where it says that you can become a, a paid subscriber uh, and that will get you extra content. So uh, Spotify, it'll naturally populate your feed if you subscribe for it. Other things are just like simple steps um, to get it on your iTunes feed or what have you. Um, very, very technical. If you're watching this on YouTube, glad you found us. Also, if you want the premium content, can't be found on YouTube. You got to you know, sign up for this on Spotify and stuff. So um, on that note, just like subscribe to this, you know, follow the pages, all of it. Give us great reviews because we want this to be we want this to be explosively valuable to like the whole world. And that means getting reach and, you know, just play the game of growth with us, please. Yeah. I mean, we want you. I mean, that's part of it is we just want you to like come along for the journey, the exploration, the discovery of like. Yeah. How how does our home? I mean, we've we've discovered little things along the way. We'll share some of our discoveries, but also like this new, hopefully you kind of have this like new sense of like, oh, what else could my home be that like contributes to this kind of a connection and growth and impact? And so it's, and how can I learn from all sorts of people and just like hear interesting stories and, and then gain kind of insights from there. So it's going to look like, yeah, the podcast, um, that will be Matt and these interviews, but also, you know, us discussing some things, um, at times for those premium subscribers mm-hmm. and then also there's yeah. other ways to follow along too the last uh, kind of like big piece of this is um there's going to be a companion newsletter for this uh you can sign up for that at homelifedesignlab.com homelifedesignlab.com so um you can go sign up for it um you can sign up completely for free and it will give you um, like a lot of information about what I'm finding through this process. If you prefer mm-hmm. a written form versus an audio, you know, visual form, right? Um, there is an option also to become a premium subscriber to that so that if you want to get the more distilled analysis, which honestly takes me a lot of time. It's and like very I valuable. It. I deserve to <laughs> pay for it. Um, so yeah. if you want that stuff, then you'll have to sign up to be a, a premium subscriber on the newsletter. So you can start that whole process at homelifedesignlab.com. And um, I guess that's basically, basically everything. Yeah, this was a super episode introducing all of this. Yes. Come along. Join us. Yeah. We're so excited to like delve into this a little deeper. I feel like we've like gotten our feet wet now and like we're going for it. So okay. come come on. Let's figure this out together. And we yeah. can't wait to um, hear your thoughts, hear your like responses, comments, all that too. 
Oh, you might be hearing some sirens because we're in San Francisco and it's a big city and there was just a big, loud fire truck that went by. So if you heard that, if you didn't, then these mics are much better than I knew that they were. Uh, but um, Welcome to our home. Yeah, welcome to our home. So uh, yeah, keep following along. Um, lots of gratitude and appreciation that yeah. you even, you know, watch this first episode, share it with people who you, uh, you know, think might benefit from it. And we'll be back next time. Yeah, appreciate you.